The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Welcome back to New York Talk. This is the United Podcast. Thank you all for being with us. Um, we have tonight, we're going to re- review the retained list, uh, see how that went. No real surprises, but we'll talk about it for a bit anyway. Uh, and then we are going to go back and look at our preseason predictions, which are horrific. Uh, there's no other way to describe it. Um, we may have got one right as a group, one prediction correct, I think. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out about. Um, we'll do Ben and Kev. Ben and Kev couldn't be here tonight. We'll still reveal their retain, uh, reveal their uh, predictions as well. They are as bad as ours. Um, we are back with Mick. How is it going, Michael? All good, mate. Thank you. Are you very, very good. Uh, Danny's back with us. How's it going, Danny? Hey, it's going very well. Thank you very much. Fantastic. And Lewis is back with us. How's it going, Lewis? Oh no, thanks, chaps. Perfect. Thank you for being with us. If you Shelly asked, are we doing a Peterborough watch along at the minute? I thought it was a bit pointless. To be honest with I you. am. Uh, <laughs> game's done, so let's just you know laugh from afar. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got me uh, notifications on, so if anything happens, we can laugh even louder. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, was with us. Uh, sorry, Sarah Ogden, Harry Kellowick, Kim Haywood. Will says on the comedy channels tonight. Guys, uh, <laughs> Sky Sports. Um, yeah, John Rell says evening all. Got a Wednesday game on just to see the Villa rat cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also want to say thank you to everyone that's bought a Matt Taylor shirt. I mean, you are absolutely crazy. A lot of you that's done it. Um, but Kimbo Sport and over has hand delivered several of those shirts. Um, so thank you to Wayne at Kimbo Sports who has done it. Um, yeah, send if you've got one. I know Simon Thorne's got one. He sent us a picture. Anybody else that's picked up a Matt Taylor shirt, send us a picture because we all want to see them. These see the ones that are out there. Yeah, um, I think there's fifty, <laughs> 50 or so pounds raised for charity already for Rod Mosby from the shirts, uh, just from Very few nice. people buying them. So if you want to get some more, if you want to purchase one, they are still available. Um, if you are mad enough, <laughs> um, so let's move on. Um, let's do the retain list first. There are basically no surprises. Uh, so it's confirmation that Wes, Robbie Hemphrey, Mackenzie Warren and Richard Wood have been released. Uh, ben Wiles, as expected, had his extension for his contract extended. Uh, the surprise was maybe, maybe Shane Ferguson, maybe a surprise. We didn't, maybe didn't know he had an extension. But the only reason it was a surprise. Uh, and then there are 21 players still under contract. I'm not going to go through all 21. Because that's <laughs> quite a lot. Um, let's start with Wes, Danny. He was the one that, that we weren't sure whether it was going to be off a new contract. We know there was talks around Christmas time, same time, same time Victor signed. Um, surprised that we're not in talks to offer a new one? 
Um, a little bit, yeah, but I've seen a few news outlets saying, you know, that he's already rejected something. Um, so maybe that's why. Maybe we're just not pursuing it further. We've just gone, <clears throat> yeah, we're just going to let your contract run down. Um, I'm a bit surprised, yeah. Um, no surprise that there's a few rumours circling that Derby are already having a look-see. No surprise there whatsoever. Um yeah, it's just a bit gutting because towards the end of the season, Wes came quite good. Um, so, yeah, I suppose that's a bit of a shame. But, you know, may- maybe we're looking for more strength in that area. <clears throat> um, more numbers, not entirely sure. But, yeah, um, I hate to admit it, but entirely we trust, I think, at the moment. Mm. Um, I mean, I suppose, Lewis, if you're going to keep Wes, it's gonna, you're going to have to improve the terms of the contract that he's on, whatever whatever that contract, which we obviously don't know the figures. The argument would be to support the release, the releasing of him. Has he really justified an increase in wage over the past past year? Let's just say this season, because has he really? Yeah, speaking before this season, I say yeah, but mm. barring the last like six or so weeks of the season, with mm. maybe a couple of months, has been not as usual. Self is usually the usual steady idea. You've been mm. relying him for everything, like seven, seven out of ten every game, but he's just not been his usual self this year, apart, apart from like I said, last couple of months of the season. And that might be off looking for a move elsewhere, thinking I'll have a good end of season and think I'll set myself up for a move. Um, and we, we are we are quite well covered in that position anyway, yeah. with uh, Peltier and uh, Kiro as well. Unless Peltier goes to Luton or Coventry, as the football is earlier. But yeah, he's not. He's a. Uh, if if you said to this this to me uh, a year ago, I'd be go- I'd be more good than I am mm. now, basically. Mm. Yeah, um, Kimmy always says, yeah, Luton and Coventry have been linked with Wes. The two playoff finalists are going to try and see be released by Rotherham. Yeah. I don't think they are. <laughs> no, they are. Um, that may be an old story, maybe. But anyway, Mick, you're, you've been one of Wes's biggest fans. Mm. I think probably Wes, Wes has, he probably has his biggest, maybe, other than maybe Grace. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about it, Mick? Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, given given the fact that you know he, his performance dropped off after after the the, the talk about his uh, his contract being whether it was going to be renewed or whether it wasn't. Um, his performance has dropped off from that point, so it kind of kind of I guess looking back at it with hindsight, the, the writing was on the wall, weren't it, that it wasn't going to stay. So um, I am disappointed, but on the flip side of that, I guess if if you look at it. Sort of dispassionately, he's not really improved as he's he's kind of just stayed at a level. Um, you could argue he's dropped off this, he's gone down. Well, a level yeah, since. he has dropped off a little bit since, since like I said, since that um, oh, sort of January transfer window, if you like. Um, when I, I think he was probably wanting to move at that point, weren't he? So yeah, he's, he's been a good servant for the club for the, the, the years that he's been here. You know, he's, he's put some top-class performances in, um, particularly last year in League One. So, it is what it is. Uh, football, we move on, don't we, in football, and, and, and players move on, and Wes has gone now, so we'll uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get on to uh, get behind whoever, whoever takes his place, which I'm hopeful is going to be Peter Keogh, so, frankly... Um, He's had, a, he's, had a, he's had a horrible season in terms of injuries. He's not, not been able to get a run in the team. And I think if he does, uh, it'll be a, 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 probably an upgrade on Wes, frankly. Well, Paul Lewis was reporting that Kyoso was one of the players that could be told the, not the surplus to requirement. Bizarre. This is from last week's advertiser. Things may change. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, well, that's not what the return list says, does it? So... Well, nobody, nobody's been ava- made available for transfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, I'd be disappointed if that happens, to be honest. Wait and see. John Mills yeah. is always like Wes, but let's face it, it's borderline championship quality, yeah. He'd fit perfectly at Derby. Whether he goes there or not, I don't know. But he'd be great for League One, for that, for that, for a team trying to get out of the division. <coughs> um, probably paying more than we were willing to pay as well, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, uh, Troop travel on Romero says he does feel sorry for Wes. Yeah, to a degree, but he's made his bed a, a, to, an, to an extent, and that's, that's harsh because it's all based on performances. But his performance has made his bed for him, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. Um, Robbie Henfrey, Danny, 
it's a third choice keeper. So and I, he did have a good forty five minutes or a decent forty five minutes against Burnley, but it's sort of neither here nor there. You're letting your third choice keeper go, unfortunately. Yeah, and I think <clears throat> Hemphrey's at that age where he needs to be, you know, really a starting keeper. To be fair. Um, at whatever level he finds himself at. But yeah, he had a good run in the team, a good 45 minutes. When Vickers got injured and Victor came back, he was always the number two as well. Um, but I think he's just at that age where, you know, you can't really be just third choice keeper. You know, you're the backup to the backup. Mm. Um, which, you know, that's why I understand us releasing him and not seeing it further. Um, maybe Matt Taylor sees something in Nat Ford as well. Um, and I've seen that we are in discussions with Vickers to extend his deal as well. So that that'd be quite a tidy keeper lineup, wouldn't it? Victor Vickers and then Ford um, as the, <clears throat> the the young lad from the academy as well. But yeah, I do feel for Hemphrey a bit. But you know, unfortunately, he's the wrong age. He's the wrong age to be a third choice keeper. He just needs that regular run in the team. Um, and again, he's another player where wherever he ends up, all best to him. Got, not got a bad word to say about him. Mm. Yeah, and as well, and another thing, sort of backing up, backing up him leaving, Lewis. As you've not Danny, Danny mentioned, you got Nat Ford, was was come to the camera, just signed his signed, I think his first professional contract. If you've got somebody who's coming through your youth academy, you might as well have him as your third, because because again, he's barely going to play anyway. He's barely, hopefully, barely going to be on the bench. So to have him involved in the senior setup on a permanent basis, I assume, would be really good for his uh, development. Yeah, it's well, it's only took a shock scenario for him to get a game against. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah, against Burnley, yeah, we're just proper freak that won't hopefully mm. won't, won't happen again. Like, uh, but hopefully Vickers extends, and then with them, with him and Johansson, we can't go wrong, can we? And then with yeah. a, the youth goalkeeper as well, it's is we're sorting that position going to next season. Yeah, we'll have to sit and see what happens that one. Um, a few of the comments mentioned when's this four one at the minute? Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. I don't suspect. Anything else? We might get close. You know what would be funny? I've always said what the best be. It'd be better if they brought it back to 4-4 and then still lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the hope that kills them and all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it, the people are saying, you know, like, <clears throat> oh, Wednesday have scored everything. It's still 4-1, lads. <laughs> like, Sky have mentioned it enough times about Wednesday being, oh, Historical Hillsborough and this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, but they have to make history anyway to overturn this mm. scoreline. So, anyway. <laughs> they went Wednesday are the small team in this fixture. They are the underdogs. They are the underdogs. Hilarious. And I'm going to annoy so many people saying that as well, but it's <laughs> true. Um, Mackenzie Warren's gone. We haven't seen enough for him to I can't really mention. There's no point talking about that, to be honest with you. Good luck to him. Um... Richard Wood has been official. This is the second official time he's left, Mick. Bear in mind, it was official after the Wigan game. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Shelley's put up here, um, well, would he get a testimonial? He should. But obviously, it depends on his next move as well. It, it, it's all got to... There's, there's quite a lot of moving parts uh, for something like that to happen. It can't just say, would he turn up in you know, July 20th? Just turn up and we'll have something for you. It's going to be more complicated than that because of his, hopefully, his new club. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I, you know, the, somebody says the criteria is ten years. Well, I mean, is that something by EFL regulations or what? Or is that just sort of the done thing? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But um, the, the 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 talk is that he's going to go to Doncaster, uh, which would be a good move for him because he's local. It'd be a great move for Doncaster to get some experience in their in their squad. Um, so you know, it's it's, it's good. It's good all round. Um, I think the reality of it is that he had to go this season, either retire or, or go play somewhere else because just because of his age. And I, we've said this probably on the on the <laughs> on the predictions show at the end of every season that we've done a podcast, haven't we? Um, but but it, uh, being being mercenary about it, you know, it, we need to be um, we need to be moving on, uh, and uh, as does he. You know, he's got to look for um, for something when his when his career does eventually finish in ten years. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a shame to see him go. He's been an unbelievable servant for our club. Yeah, well, we tweet that, and not other people tweet that. He goes he goes down as the greatest Rotherham captain has ever been. Ever, mm. uh, there's nobody that comes close to him in terms of what he's achieved as a as a club. Um, yeah. 
he's just, just great. Um, let's have a look at the comments. Uh, John Mills, 10, 10 years is the unwritten rule. Right. Paul Warren didn't play for us for 10 years and he got a testimonial. And I was, I was, I was then coaching involved. But, so yeah. there are, there is obviously flexibility within it. Yeah, yeah. But again, mm. Paul Warren straight stayed at Robbie United in a coaching capacity. He didn't go and play for somebody else. So again, it depends mm. on, on that kind of thing. Um, Shelley says, reckon he could come back in a few years. And a coach, Ron Mattel has already sort of mentioned that, that they could see him come back to the club, which would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, so then the next news, Danny, is Shane Ferguson. Um, he was originally on a two-year contract. I wasn't aware he had an extension clause. Um, he, it seems like solid business. You know, you're not you're not offering new deals, so the wages are the same or, or basically the same. So there's no sort of extra cost from the club point of view. Um, and he's 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 got the best left foot at the football club. So, mm. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't know he had that extension either. Um, <clears throat> but there's there's really two ways that we can look at Fergie now. He has that extra year <clears throat> like to try and keep us in the championship again next year and then we say, right, new deal or cheers, see you later. Or it's that we've done that year extension <clears throat> so we can get some money for him mm. uh, in the summer. So it, it's going to be either or one of them two options. I think I still think Ferguson's a solid backup because of his left foot. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, him playing a bit more further forwards on that left side has really proved a few dividends for us this season as well. So, yeah, there's two there's two ways we can go with Ferg. I mean, there's two ways we can go with Wilesy as well. Wilesy could be having his extra year so he can cash in on him. Same with Fergie, because, I mean, there were rumblings in January about Charlton being yeah. interested in him, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that we've still kept him and activated the year close. So it's a bit, hmm, what's the plan there? But Taylor likes his experienced players, so that could be one reason to keep Fergie. Mm. Yeah, Shelley says Fergie just needs to set up a few running uh, crossing, crossing practice sessions in training, getting ready for the new season. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and the thing is, Lewis is not going to be a starter, and when Matt. Again, I'm still guessing this is my assumption, but when Matt Taylor gets the signs in he wants, Ferguson will be a bit part player. You know, he's a great player to have on the bench. You'll occasionally start him. If you're playing a team I haven't got so much pace, you can play Shane Ferguson because of the left foot. So he's a great yeah. squad player to have. Yeah, but he's, he's versatile as well. He can play in defence if needs be as well. Um, with a with a contract clause, it's just a no-brainer, isn't it, really? He just puts in is in a strong position to either sell him or like Danny says, or use them as a squad player. Um, they just give us options to see what unfolds in the summer. Like I said, Charlton were interested in him before. Um, they might still be interested in him, but he, he kept on strong towards the end of the season. And like I say, he's our, probably our strongest crosser, barring, well, Bramwell had a good run at the end of the season with his crossing. But um, yeah. aside from that, um, yeah, it, 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 it sounds like a really... Not as quiet as it comes across as well in the uh, mm. behind the scenes. It comes across as quite a good leader, so it'll be good to keep him around. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, ben Wiles is the other one. Ben Wiles is actually on this list twice. He's on, he's under players contract who remain at the club, and he's also had his, his an option activated under the current deal. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not right. Um, no brainer, you're going to keep Ben Wiles whether he stays, whether he's here the first uh, on the first game of next season yeah. is another question. But Ben Wiles, you're obviously going to exit that contract, were you? Of course, you are absolutely 100%. There's, there's no way you would uh, you would get rid of him. Um, having said that, somebody may come in for him, so you're never going to release him anyway. But, um, likewise with, with Fergie, there, you know, you've got the option to keep him under contract for a year or let him go for free. Well, if he's going to go, you might as well have it. You might as well get something for him if if that's the case. So, but Ben Wiles now, I mean, it would never be an option for me at the moment to uh, to let him go unless unless we're going to get paid some money for him. So, it's, again, like you say, it's a no brainer that. Mm, yeah. Um, then we come to the players that have been offered deals, people that are out of contract that we that we want to essentially want to keep. That is Tyler Blackett, Sean Morrison, Joe Bennett, Lee Peltier, and Josh Fickers. Uh, just because it's obviously been linked with Derby, because obviously as we know the links there. Um, heart, where's your heart? What's your heart saying on Chio, Danny? Um, well, 
I think it was the um, the Irish Examiner that was reporting we've offered him like a club record contract. So it's nice to see we can finally get rid of um, what's his face. Um, yeah, Dexter Blackstock's unfortunate tagline for that record. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we're, we're in the Championship. Obviously, there are going to be some teams who can offer more than that. Um, well, there's a couple teams, bear in mind one of them's playing right now, that might be able to offer him more than that and be in the league below. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a where's Chio's heart going to lie? I mean, it'd be nice for him to sort it before he goes off and plays for <coughs> Ireland during the summer for their uh, Bristol training camp and whoever they're playing. But I don't think it will be. I think it will be probably until like the end of the June when we find out what is happening. Mm. Um, but my heart honestly does say I think Chio's going to stay. Mm. I don't know what tells me that, but I do think he's going to stay because I think he really does like it here. Mm. And Chio's always said he goes with his gut. He doesn't <clears throat> really listen to his agent or anything. He goes with his gut. And if his gut says, you're happy here, stay here, then we might see that. And if not, again, he's another player that we'll say all the best to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I wonder. I do wonder if the internationals play play a bit of a part in him because players can get injured. You know, if he, if he goes away to Ireland and does his hamstring and he's out for start for four months, who's going to sign him? Oh, he's, uh, he's injured now, isn't he? Well, he's injured yeah. Ill, Ill, exactly. Yeah. So you know that that's gonna that's gonna put the, the dampers on any sort of uh, massive interest in him. I would argue, I would suggest. I might be wrong, obviously, but uh, it depends on the seriousness of the injury. But it, it didn't look great, did it? No, it didn't hamstring again, weren't it? As well, yeah, yeah. Uh, which we said it has had issues before. Um, apparently, says isn't Gio going to Swansea for the third season in a row? He's a cute manager. Swansea apparently yeah. Swansea manager going to Southampton now. Apparently, um, yeah. so about go Southampton, you never know. We might Russ Martin wanted him at Swansea. Russ Martin might want him at Southampton. Mm-hmm. Be a good move to be fair. Um, Sean, uh, Shelley says think Blackett and Morrison will be good for us to keep us. Think Grant Hall would be huge too if he can be persuaded. I'm surprised, Lewis, we've offered contracts to both Tal Blackett and Sean Morrison because there's a lot of age in them both. Is the, uh, experience and age is the right thing. But if, if you did sign all three of uh, Tal Blackett, Sean Morrison and potentially Grant Hall, which, which I think we've expressed an interest in, that's a lot of age there. There's, there's not much youth in that. Yeah. Yeah, I expected to be one or the other, to be honest. But, mm. well, they were both good, to be honest, apart from... Yeah. This, well, the Sean Morrison where we play like two games, and they thought we were good as long as they were here. And uh, I thought Blackett grew grew into it. You know, it weren't fully fit to start off with, but we were comfortable as out on ball, and um, didn't really let us down. And same with Grant Hall. I thought Grant Hall were brilliant for his injury, so I wouldn't be against any of them really. It's like you say, it's just the age worry with them. But then again, we've had Woody, who was forty six for about <laughs> a long time. Um, so you know. And we've got Humphreys next to him, so there's a good lot of balance there, I suppose. Mm. I mean, there's not massive. Talbot is 29. It's just, it's just near, near the 30. And then Sean Morris, I think, 32. Grant Hall's about 30, 31. So then, when they're obviously not old, but they're just... Yeah. I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought all, th- all three would sign, but you never know. Um, and then Lee Peltier, Mick, who is, is older than both of those, uh, he's also been offered... Again, he, he just... So get he's a really really good squad player and he's a and he's an excellent player as well. If you can get Pelt, if you can get Peltier to stay, yeah, absolutely. And he's 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 he brings that experience to the to the squad, doesn't he? Um, so so yeah. Well, we're, defensively, you know, that I'm, I'm I'm surprised, like you said there, that they've offered contracts to or all in negotiations with um, all three of those Peltier, Hall, and um, and Morrison. Uh, but listen, if he thinks that. They're good enough, then then that's 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 the manager's uh, choice and 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 yeah, Morrison we've seen very little of, but yeah. I mean it's, I think it's pretty much um, accepted that he's he's a quality defender at this level. So you know that guy, you, you just have to accept that. And when he when he did play, um, he, he was excellent. Um, uh, Grant Hall has got a mistake in him, and he, he's one of those players for me that's that's either unbelievable or likely to make, make a mistake at any minute. It just depends which side of bed he got out of with, uh, with Grant Hall. For me, that's my view. I'm, um, 
So, so yeah, Tyler Blackett, uh, much as I know John mentions it regularly in the comments, how, how poor he was at, uh, at Birmingham, uh, he's been absolutely excellent. He's, he's cool, he's calm, he's collected on the ball. He can he can step up um, and, and then play a pass. His left foot, which we haven't got anything, any, any of the real defenders left foot. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, maybe players find homes occasionally, don't they? You know, uh, they'll go somewhere and be absolute dog muck and then somewhere else and they're, you know, they're, 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 they're outstanding. So... Mm. Matt Taylor knows what he wants, and those are clearly the type of players that he's looking for at um, for this this coming season. Not necessarily to fill the squad up with, but certainly to be in there. So, yeah, fingers crossed he manages to uh, bag at least a couple of them. Yeah, um, pigs have got another one. Watching live. I didn't understand. Uh, uh, no, dear. Oh, it's fine. It's not even after. Is it? No, twenty-five minutes in. Um, uh, sorry, Paramount UK says, can we just clone Cam Humphreys? Should we do that? Let's just do that. <laughs> that sounds yeah. better to me. Um, John Morell, the only thing you'd say offering contracts to players who've been injured in recent seasons is a worry. I wonder if it's potentially value for money. If you, if you can get these players fit, they can't demand crazy money because they've been injured for quite a long time. And then if you can get them fit, then you've got an absolute bargain of a player in Sean Morrison, as an example. Hmm. Um He's potentially thinking, we're just also guessing. Yeah. Aren't they potentially offering Morrison a, um, a pay-as-you-play contract as well? It's, well, from what I've read, it's not fully pay-as-you-play, but there's significant incentive to play. There'll be a, ba- a very basic wage or a basic wage, and then when he, if he plays significantly, then he'll get a significant so, so if he keeps himself fit, he could be on some big money? Basically. That's that's the way I interpreted what was what was in the advertise last week anyway. Fair enough. Um, but yeah. Uh, the other days, the transfer is not technically open. The season hasn't finished, obviously, yet for the championship. Um, a lot of clubs but but we've been linked to four players already. That's funny. Is that bad from Newport, isn't it? But I can't mm. remember what his name is. can't remember his name now. No. Uh, probably Carly Shafton as well, if they ain't got a manager again. I'm, um, I'm yeah. the players they get, they're getting um, Saul Bamber, aren't they? Wait, no, they're getting... Well, they're getting... Um, is it Sean... Not Steve Morrison? Again, <laughs> the guy they sacked yeah. eight months ago is coming back in. Yeah, all right. Okay. I don't know how it's working. It's probably cheaper than eat money with all these court cases going on, don't they? To be fair. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> bless them. Um, let's talk about the loanees. Danny Connor Coventry, Tarek Fosu, Domingos Keener, Leo Elder, Bailey Wright, and Grant Hall have all returned to their parent clubs. Uh, Grant Hall is out of contract, certainly. I think Tarek Fossil's out of contract, and I'm not sure about Bailey Wright, to be honest with you, but I will check that. Yeah, I, I think, think he's under contract well. as well. Mm. He is under contract. No, I think he's out. I think that's mm-hmm. <laughs> no. uh, well, it. It shows on here. shows on transfer. Transfer market is telling me he is out of contract, yes. Um, so that's three of those out of contract. Who would you like to see, Danny? Would you like well, those three to start with? Those are three that will be available. Would you like to see any of those three come back permanently? Um, I mean, there is uh, speculation that I've seen floating about that we might have a look at Yelder again, but that's probably depending on what Leeds see in him and if they come down for the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and then maybe Hall and, and Wright, potentially, you know, because they're out of contract, we don't have to pay anybody for him. Um, so they just come in. <clears throat> it could be, remember Billy Jones, it could be a, a situation mm. like that with, uh, with Bailey Wright, like he's released from Sunderland where he's on fairly big money. Comes to us and is on about ten percent of what he was on at Sunderland. Uh, so maybe maybe we could see that again. He's better than Billy um, Jones. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he's not as old either. I don't think. No. Um, but yeah, I think out of all of them, I'd I'd probably put put Taylor's eye towards Helder right and Hall. I think I think the yeah. centre back. Um, <clears throat> that centre back right back position might be a, a big look see for us in the summer. Um, but yeah, I don't think Keener would come back because I think Watford might want him either a further up the league or to themselves potentially. Or cash in, yeah, or cash in potentially as well. Um, and then maybe with Coventry again, maybe alone higher up the league potentially. Um, but yeah, so, so he's trying to get through at West Ham. He's played a little bit for them. 
So I think if he needs to go on loan anyway, it'd be mid to upper championship now rather than bottom mm. end. But, yeah. but he's just signed well, a new well, deal at West Ham as well, hasn't he? Another year, yeah. Yeah. Watford might want to sell Keane to Udinese for 500 million so they can launder a bit more money. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. <laughs> um, yeah. Connor Curry is why I'd like to see come back. I, I don't. I, he needs to play games. We've seen that this season. We saw how slow his start was, and we saw when he started playing actual games of football, he saw how good a player he could be. The worst thing he can do is go and sit on the bench at West Ham again. That would be a, that would be a disaster for his development as a player, I, in my you know non-educated opinion. Um, yeah, I, I want to, I want to see that man playing again because he he, he he impressed me towards the end. Um, Leo, Leo yelled at Lewis again. It, Danny mentioned it, it depends on a couple of different bits with uh, with Leeds. Uh, would you would you be very very happy or just satisfied if he rocked up back in August? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we only really kept out of the team because of how good uh, Bramall was at the end of the season. Sure. In my view, I don't think he did anything particularly wrong. He showed a couple of signs of inexperience at times, but that's to be expected. He's only nineteen. Um, mm. I feel like if Leeds go down, it will be in their squad. To be honest, because they've got some like garbage left back, so we'll be hmm. being there for. I imagine, but if they somehow manage, if Big Sam does a mag- magic trick at last two games, I think um, we might get him back. Uh, I'd definitely take him, definitely for full season. Yeah. It's going to be a busy summer. I mean, clubs say we've got twelve players under contract, but if you take out the youth players, take out something like Talaji Bola and Tom Eaves and Connor Washington, who we all expect to be put up for transfer, that would leave us with 12. Um, so that's not many. That means we've got a busy summer. It means, it means either you know 10, 10 signings or re-signings uh, to come within this next week. At least 10, Mick? Or do you think 10 to make it to roughly 22, 23 is, is a good squad size? Matt Tillis is much more healthy squad size, I think, this season, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I suspect he's probably going to be looking at Looking at making it more than that, um, so it's going to be interesting. These uh, once we get into June, the, the, that sort of run up June for the whole of the month, really, it's going to be quite interesting to see where uh, where we go. The rumor mill will start, but it started already, hasn't it? Uh, with, uh, with all these fake Twitter accounts turning up, <laughs> absolute garbage all over them. So there'll be more and more of them um, coming up. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. We'll we'll have to wait and see, but yeah. It, we, we certainly need some uh, some more quality in there with that. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah. We will keep an eye on the transfer rumours as they come out over the next few weeks. Do you want to hear the four that we've been linked with so far? Well, the Newport guy, Daniel Ayala. Mm -hmm. I don't know who to are. Uh, Billy Sharp. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's every single season. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> and then um, Brian Limbom as well from no, some foreign team. I've forgotten the name of. Oh, oh I saw that actually. There's someone else after him in our league, isn't there? Mm. Like, <clears throat> Stoke, is it? Something I can't. Yeah, something, yeah, something like that. <clears throat> a championship team, not a League One team that's playing at the minute. Well, let's see. We will. Uh, yeah. We'll see. It's too early, it's too early for real, real rumours for me. It's too early. So let's move on to the predictions. Oh, here we go. Um, terrible, terrible. I might have to, might have to head off and miss this bit. <laughs> I might need a stronger drink for this bit. <laughs> so I'll give you the topics we've gone through we originally. Some of these are subjective and some of them are very not subjective. 
Um, <laughs> we predicted player of the season, breakout star, young player, top scorer, top assist, total goals, player who played the most minutes. Will Paul Warren still be the manager at the end of the season? Um, and finish position. Uh, so we'll go th- we'll go through as as I read them out. Um, so yeah, we've all got our own predictions to read, except Mick's got Ben's and I've got Kev's to read out as well. So we'll start with player of the season. Uh, we'll go through a prediction, then we'll decide who we think's got closest. Is because well, I want a winner from this. Um, so I will start with Kev's. Kev should have been a good shout. Ben Wiles, Kev went. Mm. That would have been a good shout had he not got injured. Yeah. Um, Mick, who did you pick? Uh, who did I pick? I picked yeah. uh, Daniel Barlasser. Oh, again, mm. had he stayed all season, you'd be in with a chance with that one, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. But he didn't. Um, right. <laughs> Danny? I went for Chio. Chio. Oh, Danny's close on this one. Lewis? The same, I went Chio. I, God. Uh, Peter <laughs> uh, <laughs> played about four games, I think. I don't think you've won this round, Matt. I have not won this round, no. <laughs> uh, what did Ben pick, Mick? Uh, ben picked Barlasa as well. Right. So I think we're we all went for safe options apart from you, Matt. Yeah, I went risky with that one. I'm not going to lie. Um, so we're going to give Lewis and Danny a point for that round, aren't we? Three. I think. I think we I think we now know that the completely and utterly safe banking option now is Victor. <coughs> yeah. Yes, yes, it is. So that's what I'm going to pick for next season. Whenever we <laughs> do those predictions. Yeah. Um, the next topic will be breakout stars. So this would have been not necessarily a young player, but somebody who you didn't expect or did better than you would necessarily expect. Took, took their performance to another level. Uh, again, subjective. Uh, Lewis, who did you pick for this one? I put Georgie. 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 I think a lot of us went for Georgie. I went for Georgie. Uh, Danny? I went for Georgie. <laughs> can, can I, wait, before, before we move on to me, Matt, what on earth? How on earth have you spelled Georgie on here? Because <clears throat> you've put G E O I R G I E. So it's Georgie. See, on mine, it's spelled right. <laughs> it's not spelled right on mine. Did, did, did you have a drink before writing mine or something? <laughs> I, did it, I did it while we were in Sweden, mate. Um, Mick, Georgie? I went for Georgie as well. Ben, did Ben go Georgie? No. Oh, Ben's the yeah. loser on this round then. Who did Ben put? Probably. Uh, Kioso. Yeah. Yeah. Ben wasn't that one. Who did uh, Kev so go for? All of us, except Ben, get a point for that round. Oh, did Kev go yeah. for Georgie as well? So me, Lewis, Kev, Danny, and Mick. Really? <clears throat> uh, Danny got, got fish in his eyes and went blind, clearly. <laughs> I nearly did, you know. I watched the video back and I, and I rubbed my eye with the glove. It's like, no, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, the next one is young player. <clears throat> excuse me, young player of the season. I will start with this one. I had clue. I was on Peter Kioso for this one. So I'm on Peter Kioso. <laughs> um, unless you guys have all gone Tom Eves, I think I'm not going to win that one either. Uh, Danny, who did you select as young player? I went for Josh Keogh. Okay, so did Kev as well. Um, that won't well, well then. That's not going to work either. Mick. Clinton, Clinton K. Don's got relegated and he were injured anyway. <laughs> Shame. Uh, I went for Talaji Bowler. Oh dear, this Ooh. is kind of no, no. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, that, Lewis? Uh, Kyozo. Kyozo? Yeah. Oh, this is this is awkward. Are we, are we just doing <laughs> zero points all around this one? I mean, how did KO do before he got injured at MK Dons? Was he doing Not all well right? At all. They weren't Not even well playing, well. was he? No. No. Does that mean we get? Why I get. We get. We, we get. We also get to the point by default. No, yeah. doesn't. No, I, I reckon it's yeah. zeros all round. I'll, I'll tell you for why because Ben put Cameron Humphreys. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh, what a legend! Ah, uh, that's a point for Ben then. Hold on, Ben. That's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> uh, next one. <laughs> Top scorer. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That's the response I thought we were going to get. Um, I'm not going to start with me because I don't want to be the one that starts all this off. But me. I'll start it. Okay. Go, on, Danny. Go on, Danny. Okay. Well, I went for the player who went. I'm going to score 20 goals for Rotherham this season. Tommy, what's all we got? None. <laughs> you got an assist. <laughs> you anyway. thought, Danny? I went for Tommy's as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mick? Uh, I went for Georgie Kelly. Okay, fair enough. He got some goals. Uh, so did Kev. Kev went Georgie as well. Uh, Lewis? Uh, Tommy uh, Tom Eves. Tommy I Eves. remember saying it with so much confidence at the time. He's going to be suited to our system. 15 goals a season, easy. Yeah. year later, zero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, and then, John uh, Manalas, how old is Cam, Cam Humphries? We said under, start of the season under 23 was the criteria to be a young player. Quite a high age, to be honest with you. Um, well, well, most teams have under 23s that have yeah, exactly. the academy, so... I didn't like it. Uh, the, do you get points for Georgie, Mick and Kev? Uh, and ben, the answer, what's ben went Georgie as well. Oh, Ben's got... Bloody hell, ben, Ben's winning this. Um, How many goals did Georgie get? Was it four this season? Four he got, yeah. Hmm. Chio was the top with nine. Uh, top assists, please, now. Oh, dear. Danny? Thank you, so... <laughs> <laughs> we all had that old skill, so didn't we? Um, oh, dear. Lewis? Wiles. Wiles. Again, Matt, that'll be a bad shout. I did not, you know, broke his yeah. foot. Uh, I went for Chio. Hmm. Uh, which should have been all right. It's not it's not the winner, but Mick, who did you go for? Uh, I went for Chio as well. Kev went for Dan Barlasser. As did Ben. As That's did correct, ben. Kevin Ben with Dan, Bar- with Dan Barlasser, who got seven assists in total. He got seven assists and he left in January. Yeah. Like, you know, I looked, I, looked at Kev, I, looked, I looked at all eyes. I looked at Kev's and thought, oh, these are all terrible. The minute Kev is winning and it's okay. going to take some stopping, Kev, here. Uh-oh. Somehow, um, Kev clearly knows ball, and we know nothing about it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is total goals scored. So I'll take all your guesses, and I'll tell you what the answer was. We're going league goals, Danny. <laughs> um, Lewis, how many league goals do you think we score? I said fifty-four. Fifty-four. Okay, Mick. I went sixty-one. Sixty-one. That's high. Ambitious. Uh, Kev went 45. Danny? 52. 52. I went 49. No, I went 50. I went 50. I went 50. Uh, what did Bengum? Uh, 56. 56. Finally, I get the point on the board. I, the total was 49. I, hang on. I've got a bone to pick with what you've sent me here, Max. It says 2022-2023 pre-season predictions. Total goals you didn't specify. So if we we, we, all, goals, we always we don't count cup competitions. But the, the total goals this season for Rotherham United are fifty two because we got two against Port Vale and one against Ipswich. So that's that's your fifty two. Who's going against Accrington? When did we play Accrington? In cup we lost to him. Um, or Morgan? No, we lost one nil to Morgan. Did we? Yeah. I'm thinking last season against Sacramento we lost last season. <laughs> anyway, league goals. Good <laughs> one. Uh, most minutes. Uh, again, we'll go one by one. By one. Uh, Lewis, who, who do you think Wiles about again. Minutes? Ben Wiles. Wiles. <laughs> Injuries have been cruel to this prediction, I think. <laughs> Danny? Uh, ben Wiles. <laughs> Mick? Uh, ben Wiles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Kev went Ben Wiles as well. Um, <laughs> I went for Ollie Rathbone. Um, mm. Unless Ben's put something else, I can have one by default again. Uh, Dan Barlas, uh, Ben put. Oh, that's close because Ollie were injured a lot, weren't he? Mm. Uh, it's not ideal to do research halfway through an episode. <laughs> but I will try. I'm not sure my internet's going to hold up. Doing this, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> let's have a look. So, we, I, so the, the, the guy that person that did have the most match was Victor. Uh, Victor. Victor would have been your right answer. Um, the second, uh, Ollie Rathbone was fifth. Dan Barlas was a bit further down. So I'll get another one on that one. Happy days. <laughs> will Paul Warman manager Powerman's at the end of the comments. season? Matt's cheating. I agree what Powerman said. <laughs> <laughs> just being consistent um, did anybody think that Paul Warren would leave no 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 uh, me I said I still he'll still be manager so the Kev so a big fat zero for that one um, mm. we were also confident on that one as well weren't we mm. another 
another extremely confident prediction <laughs> in the bin. Um, John Ralph. Did I get sorry? I said hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? It is. Um, <laughs> this is why we do this to laugh at them. Um, John Rell says, "Must admit, I'm sack at, sat in shock at these predictions from you experts." I had someone <laughs> said we should be on Sky Sports, didn't they? <laughs> you did, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you watch this show for more than three episodes, you'll know how much of an expert we really are. Um, so the final one is finishing uh, finishing position. Now we all know we finished nineteenth. Um, where's where we finished? Um, Mick, where where did you say we we're going to finish? Seventeenth. Very close. Danny? Danny. Lost Danny. Pretending his internet's gone. (laughs) (laughs) We'll move on. Uh, Lewis? I put 20th. 20th. Very close. Uh, I put 18th. Again, very close. I thought we'd have the hands on the uh, 18th place trophy. Sadly not to be. Mick, uh, Mick, what did Ben put? 17th. Uh, Kev's your winner. With 19th. Wow. Uh, well, Danny, yeah, I know. Uh, unless Danny's put 19th. We don't know whether Danny's put 19th or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like that. <laughs> having, having thought of this, I don't. I, I remember putting this guy, but Danny didn't put 19th. Um, so Kev got one, two, three, four points from that. Uh, Mick, you got... Two points. I got two points. Lewis, you got two. Danny got two. And uh, Ben got three. So the two. How <laughs> were possible nine? How were possible nine? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh dear. I mean, you're, you're being very generous in your awarding of points there because I don't think anybody got any of them right, did they, in actual fact? Uh, Kev got the league position right. Uh, so Kev wins, then that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he got he got Dan Barlas for a assist as well. There you go. Kev's all over it. <laughs> so we're we're basically a disaster. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. says, I think we've established that Kev is the only one that's worth taking seriously on the show. Listen, don't take anybody seriously on this. Don't <laughs> not under any circumstances take anybody seriously. Yeah, we may do a football podcast that doesn't make us experts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there we go. That's the end of the prediction show. Uh, end of the predictions. Terrible. We'll do them again next season, and they will be as bad, probably, almost certainly as bad. I think the, the <laughs> trick is not to bet on players you haven't seen play. You know, i.e., Peter yes. and Tom Eaves. Um, <laughs> that's, that's probably the most. Yeah. Um, yeah. Danny, Danny's internet has gone. He may, may turn back up in a minute. I don't know whether he will or not. But there we are. Um, anything else we need to mention tonight? Because we've finished in good time. don't think so. I don't think so. Um, we've uh, we've covered just about everything that we can cover. And I think moving forward, as we go through the summer, it's uh, <laughs> we're going to find less and less to talk about um, other than just transfer rumour after transfer rumour. But... We'll yeah, something. well, I don't think we'll do weekly episodes through the summer this time. We might just pop up because we because we have loads and loads of signings. We may as well just pop up when as and when signings come in when preseason starts again. Um, we we need to work that out. John Merrill wants to know why you're wearing the Millwall third kit, Mick. Uh, you know, because John knows as well as I do that that's not why I'm wearing. So, uh, <laughs> summer leagues have started, so this is my summer team now. As of this last weekend, this is my. I'm a bit shirt, so I should be wearing this throughout the summer. It probably hasn't taken off since the weekend. I have, because I had to take it off because I got some stuff down in front of it. <laughs> it wasn't beer, was it, mate? No, it wasn't beer, no. It was alcoholic. Um, yeah. Um, Neil, Neil Lewis has the friendly, yeah, we've arranged the Mansfield friendly, which is start. Um, I suspect, well, last year I don't think we had it, we didn't have any home friendlies. So I suspect we'll make up for that a little bit uh, because the women's Euros last year. There's no issue this year. So hopefully we'll get a Premier League club or something like that um, to come through. Uh, if you haven't already, what you can go and watch Danny and stupidly me eat some surf strumming at the weekend. Um, yeah. 
stupid idea, an absolutely stupid idea. Danny, just give people a taste if they did if they haven't watched the video already, which they should because they subscribed, a thousand people subscribed to watch it. Um, <laughs> just talk to me about Sustrumming. Well, I'll put it this way: <clears throat> after I eventually got the tin open, um, it took about fifteen minutes just to open the tin. Yeah, it, it it was the smell. The smell was so overwhelming. I forgot how to open a tin. Um, <clears throat> but whilst we were still just talking about how we actually are supposed to eat it in the right sense, there were mm. flies buzzing around it. And Tobias says, "Oh, it's the flies. They like dead things. It's like you expect <laughs> us to eat this." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's not so bad. No, it's horrible, guys. It's horrible. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, so go and watch that if you haven't already. If you haven't already watched the um, the vlog, the match day vlog, it's already, I think, our third or fourth most watched vlog that we've done on the podcast. Um, it's incredible. You, just, you just need to go and watch it. It's just, yeah, go and watch it. I don't, I mean, words can't really do it justice, I don't think. To <laughs> uh, and to be fair, the vlog's brilliant, but the vlog doesn't quite do it justice either. No, no, it's not. Um, it's one of those games. If you ever get a chance to go to a Halloween game, I suggest you go and do it because the atmosphere is intense. Intense is the right word, um, I think. So we recommend it, as Ben would say. We highly recommend it. <laughs> I love Tobias just appearing and jumping in the limbs with me and Millie. It were brilliant. <laughs> me, and Millie, Victor, and uh, Sigrid as well. That were ace. Yeah, yeah. that was so ace. Yeah, it was. Uh, Go watch it. It's great, it's great, it's great, great fun. It's about 70, it's longer than normal because you know we're in a different country, so it has to be longer. Um, but yeah, go go and watch it because it's sensational. Um, a couple more questions in the comments, which Shelly always helps with. Thank you, Shelly, for being with us. What happened to Eve? Do we think why didn't it work out? Come with a lot of promise, strange one for me. Expect a lot more. Uh, Lewis, it is a strange one, a real strange one. A change of managers might help though, has it? No, no, I suppose not. Um, it's, it's weird, it's some. Some moves just don't work out for whatever reason, whether yeah. that's the club or the player, it just doesn't don't work out. And it's, I think it's proved that he's not up to the championship standard, maybe, but he's struggling with injuries as well. So it's accumulation of accumulation of things, I think. But. Mm. Yeah, I can see dropping down to League One. I think Bolton were interested in January, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's had a spell there before, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it, I think it's another one that one needs to play football. I think it, I think it, playing football yeah. would really help him uh, significantly. Um, Shelley says, "Wish we'd get a pre-season tour going Scotland or abroad." Sweden, yeah, so we, Sweden, we love Sweden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's something we talked about before, mate. Not just uh, not just this season, but in the past. It'd be nice to have a pre-season where we can go. Because I yeah. think we went, we went we, last season. We went to Hungary, or was that in previous? Uh, Croatia, last season, Croatia. I think. Croatia was last year. We've been to Hungary, we've been to Austria. Um, you go look at, for example, Sunderland last season. I think they played in Spain, mainland Spain or Portugal. Oh, I'd and love to go to Spain for pre-season. People went on them and watched mm. them. And it'd be nice just to have... A, I understand why Paul Warren did that. And I'm not, I don't, it's not a dig at Paul Warren, but it would be really nice to have that that sort of summer weather jolly. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, but it's, it, it's not really... It, they're going there to do a job, aren't they? And, and don't really want, you know, the sort of distraction of anything else. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It may change. It may change with a different, uh, different manager in charge this time around. Uh, things may be different, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, of course, it'd be nice to uh, to watch watch your team play somewhere nice and warm for a change. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, Matt Taylor was very unhappy with Cyprus, weren't he, when he went? Not mm. just the facilities, but he was also unhappy about the, the how far away it was, which is which is a, like a four-hour flight. Mm. Um, so it, that sort of narrows it down to within less than four-hour flight. Um, yeah. Sweden's only two hours, I'm just saying. <laughs> not all that. I, I was trying to say it's not red hot. It was stupidly beautiful. Uh, John Rell says, teams do love Spain and Portugal. The facilities yeah. are excellent over in Spain and Portugal. Mm. The weather's always reliable. Um, I would be happy with either one of those. Could, could you imagine if we went for like <clears throat> a tour, uh, like a pre-season tour of Spain, and we ended up playing Gibraltar international team or something? Wouldn't be a very fair fight, would it? It'd be funny though. It would be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be funny. Um, there's issues getting in and out of Gibraltar from Spain, though, isn't there? Sometimes, so maybe not. But yeah, it would be very, very good. I'll have to wait and see on that one. But I, I suspect it'll get ramped up as soon as the playoffs are finished. 
I suspect uh, the preseason final will start getting announced pretty quickly. Certainly mm-hmm. at home, home and away games. Um, I mean, they probably don't even finish it, has it? So maybe that's what's delaying it a bit as well. Um, it does seem a thoughts? strange first choice to be Mansfield, though. We've played them a few times, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to be a regular preseason friendly um, over the years. So, we'll go to the playoffs. No, I just think it's weird that it's like the first one announced because normally it's um you know Park Gate or something that's the first one announced. Yeah, announced that's true. Yeah. But then again, Park Gate's facilities are getting upgraded a little bit because um <clears throat> a few players have come out, including George on that podcast that I shared on Twitter, by the way. It's a good listen. Um, that round pitches like training pitch is very, very soft. Mm. And that's why we got a lot of calf and hamstring injuries. So yeah. now now doing that up. Um, maybe that's why, potentially, mm. and that's delayed. But I don't know. It, it just seems strange that it's the back end of July and it's Mansfield. You know, it's like mm. why Mansfield? Maybe Woody's going there. Maybe I, I think it's more that their season's done. We're, mm. we, we, you, you, they, we're going to worry about them being in, in League One or League Two. It's that's <clears> where <throat> they're going to be. Um, mm. That's an assumption. I don't know though. Um, let's talk about the playoff final Mick that's been confirmed in the championship we will either not be playing Coventry or not be playing Luton for next season um, both second legs were brilliant to be honest with you different, very different ways but both second legs were excellent Mick do you think the best two teams won on both legs? Um, yeah I, I guess so uh, certainly in the first leg I thought um, Luton just just bossed Sunderland Sunderland weren't um, weren't up for the fight Um as they, as they proved when they came to New York, you know, they, 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 they were a little bit, and I don't mean this, so I'm not trying to be smart here, they were a little bit weak, you know, a little bit sort of... Folded, didn't they? Yeah, a bit timid. Um, so, so, yeah, I thought that was that was all right. I thought the Middlesbrough, the Coventry game, certainly for the first half for me, was tedious. Um, just, it was, it was boring. Um did the best team win? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Um, I think Middles were on a better side. However, you know, not on the night they didn't uh, they didn't get the goal. So, so that was that. Uh, I was very disappointed to see that Dan Barca didn't start. Um, and and again, I know I'm looking through red and white glasses, but um, he when he came on, he made a massive difference. When Moat went off and, and Barlasa came on, there was a big difference in that midfield. Um, I think he's a better player. And, and I'm very, very surprised that uh, that he didn't start and very disappointed that Middlesbrough aren't going up because I don't think uh, we might have got him back on loan then, but uh, that's not going to happen now. He must miss out on a lot of money, probably probably with him and Crooks, maybe a million pounds. Yeah, well, uh, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I'd like to see Luton go up. Just for um, just because of the story, mm. uh, if they can do it, why can't we do it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Shelley says not all related, but shout out to Luton, by the, uh, especially where they've come from. Fair play. John Morell says Luton and Bournemouth could very well be a Premier League fixture next season. <clears> Shoot <throat> me now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lewis, who's who's your pick? It's not going to be a classic, is it, at Wembley? No, well, they never really are, are they? True. They, they, they always use a quite a damp squib, the championship yeah. player final. Um, I think I prefer Luton too mm. for the story, but then again, Coventry is a really good story the way they've come from. The had Mark Robbins as well. Um, I'd be in favour, I, I wouldn't be against either of them going up to be honest. They were, mm. they were the best two out of the four, apart from us being selfish and wanting money from yeah. Crooks and Val has that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Luton deserved, obviously. I think they've been, I think, well, coming to come on strong to end the season, but I think Luton overall, I think, a bit better side. Yeah, well, when we, after we played Luton, Danny, I, I, I think I said at the time, then I picked to, to win the playoffs. They're just so efficient and machine-like. They're just so so difficult to play against. I, I, certainly the games I've, I've watched them. Yeah, they were definitely the first, the best football team to come to New York Stadium, mm. just the way they operated as a unit. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, there, there is a, a brilliant footballing story there as well. Like In the space of the Premier League being created, Luton have been relegated all the way down to the fifth tier and could get all the way back with one player doing the whole distance, <clears throat> you know, National League to Premier League. 
Um, and it's almost like Luton's gone under the radar a little bit with that because everybody's been looking at Wrexham, you know, and they're mm. like Hollywood owners coming in. And it's like, well, if you like Wrexham, look at this, you mm. know. Mm. Um, so I would say out of the two, Luton's my pick, even though <clears throat> I'd like Coventry to go up because, you know, they've been exceptional and done really well. And, you know, Mark Robbins is their manager. But I just think Luton could do it. They have more about them. They want that fairy tale of going up there, you know. <clears throat> and I've and the few fan forums I've looked on, they've nearly sold out their allocation at Wembley as well. There's only about a thousand, two thousand seats left for Luton, which is like wow, you know. Yeah. And couple that with the fact that um the ex the, the ex Watford manager is now taking them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's just that's sweet. That is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the commentary is potentially now or never. They've got a couple of players. For example, Jokerez is not going to stick around in Championship for another season. I don't think, as an example, he's coming to Rotherham next season. Yeah. Him, no, he's not. He's, he's been so, <laughs> so he's, he's been so important to them when he goes, which he will go if they will go up. Yeah, it's going to be really that, difficult. Uh, that Hame is a cracking player as well. Hame as well, yeah, mm. yeah. But two or three players, which is one of those there where they have a really good season, which is great for the club, but it puts these players on <laughs> just another, you know, another transfer level. Uh, which means they're more likely to leave. We've been there before, haven't we? Yeah. In that sense. Um, yeah. We'll see. And then we'll see how they lay one player final, <laughs> which may, may or may not involve Wednesday. We'll have to wait and see. The night's still young. Um, final call. Anything else that we need to mention? No. <laughs> Big quick with that, weren't I? Sorry. I should have waited a little bit before I said Um yeah, so go check out the things. I didn't do episodes on this, but we made up for two episodes on YouTube. We haven't watched them already. Go and watch them because they're a good laugh, I think. We will be back this Sunday for, I think, a probably final, final Sunday episode for a little while. Uh, it's the end of season awards. It's a black tie event. Uh, please feel free to join us. We will give, be giving out some awards, uh, of what, nine categories. They are up to vote. If you want to vote on that, go on our, our Twitter page. They are somewhere on there. Um, so go and, go and vote for the multiple awards that they will be giving out. We may have a musical guest that joins us. We may have taken the episode to another level and had a musical interlude. You'll have to wait and see as a join us. It's live on Sunday evening. A musical um, interlude. Do you remember the promotion party a bit ago that uh, Rob Statton hosted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In COVID, are we slowly creeping up to that level? That's the question. We may. I mean, we ain't got no. We have many players joining us. Um, yeah, other than that, maybe. It all, it all depends whether I can get another couple of strings from a guitar. Why have you only got one at a minute, Mick? Yeah, you know, I've got four and I need, I need another two, so it's like, <laughs> no, I got another guitar off six strings. Yeah, that's why, I've only got, that's why I need another two, mate. Uh, okay. Wait. I've only got four. You said Hello? a five. Hello, is this working? Yeah, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely said five. You did, you did say you did get it wrong. All right, fair enough. Still recovering, <laughs> Not man now. <laughs> um, yeah, so get involved. If you've got a black tie, wear a black tie on sun on Sunday. Get involved. I don't know why, just for fun. Um, Listen, some of these people were stupid enough to buy those Hawaiian shirts. So <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get a bonus point if you wear the Hawaiian shirt with a black tie. Correct. Yeah, yeah, I like it. If you wear, if you wear the Matt Taylor Hawaiian shirt, you don't get anything. You just get our admiration is not the right word. I respect. Respect, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> respect. Um, yeah, so there we go. Thank you all for being with us. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you haven't done already, the numbers are going up as as they, as they do. Thank you very much. If you are watch, if you're listening on uh, iTunes or Spotify, make sure you subscribe on there um, because why not? Um, we will come back through some. We'll, we'll talk between us and decide what the summer schedule is going to be. It might be a bit more sporadic because there's nothing to talk about, which is what we like. We like some, like, like some quiet rather than at a time. But we'll talk about that on Sunday. We'll confirm that on Sunday, which will be a longer episode than normal because it's an award show. Um, Danny, thank you for being with us, mate. Tonight, thank you. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure, lads. And Lewis, it's a pleasure to have you back with us, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, always a pleasure, lads. Thank you. And Mick, uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, yeah, I was so clever, but I couldn't think her out. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's just time for everything. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday when you won't be wearing your hammer shirt. You'll be Correct. in a black tie, like black tie shirt, won't you? So, indeed, I will.
Thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. Oh, the villains. Cheers. What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, here's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rotherham United pathway back to the championship is opening up! The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.